three, two, one. Uh, that's all I knew. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> Hi, my name is Richard Tafflin, co-host of the Elijah Bailey Show, and I'm here with my host, Elijah Bailey. How, how are you guys doing? Oh. I, I was going to say, how are you doing today, sir? Well, I was going to ask the audience how they're doing. How I, are you guys I, doing? Yeah, I think we're doing fucking great because we're in our new studio. Yes, we are. Oh, my gosh. Yes, we are. Let's, Finally, <clears throat> we have made it. We have made I have it. parted the seas. That's right. We have obeyed, and we are now <laughs> here. We are here. Pause and for the cause. Mm, there we go. Yes. We have christened this place. I, well, this is my first time. I'm christening all over this some bitch. Mm. So I how's know. it feel, sir? It feels really good. Does it, it really? It, are you just saying that because uh, we're on air, and I'm right here in front of you, but no. you're gonna go home and just couldn't tell your dogs and say, "Man, that place is like shit." No. Because I think this might get Jessica to come in and do a podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah, because oh, wow. I walked in, I was like, okay, there's a sign. That's cool. <laughs> oh, shit, the logo's on the wall. That's fucking real cool. This is a nice little area. Oh, shit, there's a table in there. And then when you pulled out the the, the charger. Uh-huh. Uh, did the charger fuck you up? Yeah, dude. I didn't even know. I was like, oh, that must be for something that I don't need to know about. <laughs> and you're like, man, I know you're always looking for a place to charge your phone. It's, this is nice, dude. Thank it's you. It's real nice. So, Thank you, sir. Uh, congratulations. Yo, congratulations to us, man. Congratulations to us. That's what I was telling Tiffany because she recorded her episode seven of Authentic Conversations. Yes. Definitely go find that on Blackest Studios and also Podbean and iTunes. But um, she was giving a shout out at the beginning of I was like, no, it's okay, Tiffany. Say us. This yeah, is us. This okay. Is all this, ours. Is, this is all ours right now. We finally have something in the the business world, I guess. Yeah. The, yeah. When people co- come complex. in. Yeah. But, I mean, people were really excited and impressed by the the home, home location blowing me out i yeah. used to be like this is oh. like this ain't what i envisioned this is like shit to yeah, me for real. I'm like, oh, but thanks. i mean but you had everything set up you monitor everything you had the chairs and everything you made made do so people can appreciate now fuck did they blow their tops back <laughs> like, holy shit i just came 10 times <laughs> so i mean now i mean it, it looks awesome thank you sir i can't wait to see what the our logo looks because that's going to be the official logo of the show mm-hmm. uh i can't wait to put that on the on, on the, the wall, wall. Yes, the og sir. triple og wall that's gonna look nice that's gonna look uh, nice but uh you, before we say anything else can i get something off my chest oh yeah oh i just need to is, oh. is it all right i'll go right in the new sir. studio i'm a christmas bitch go, right go ahead go ahead uh, for the last couple, like three weeks, I missed Son of a Bitch of the Week. Yes, you have. Oh, I oh, thought that was me. Fuck, I thought it was you too. Oh, Shit. you motherfuckers. It's, it's, it's that alarm called uh, Watch World War Z. After you and already watched the fucking movie. If yeah. you go back to... What what episode was that? Episode 18 or the first UFC episode where we had Emily and Talon on. Uh, yeah. Richard talks about why he has this fucking alarm, even though he's watched World War Z. He's had it for almost three years now on his phone. Yeah, longer than that. About three years goes off for no fucking reason. Yeah, just ruin ruin my whole intro, man. I'm sorry, but like I was saying, I have been missing son of a bitch of the week. So it, just because we have had a lot of stuff to do, I've been researching, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that here in a little bit. But uh, I just got sidetracked, and and half the time at, in the moment when I was pissed off at the son of a bitch, I was tell them there was son of a bitch of my week. So <laughs> starting off in the brand new studio, brand new segment, son of a bitch of the month. And Ouch. I'm just, I know, because I miss most of the month. Yeah, yeah, month. Okay. So we're going to go back through all of them in May. So the first one, bitches, because it's son of a bitch, if you're lifting weights, rack your shit up. Oh, man. You dirty motherfuckers. I'm trying to get swole as shit within my weight restrictions, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can use the equipment because there's fucking weights left on there. 
I hate when people mm-hmm. do not rack. The, my clients, myself, I re-rack all my shit. I don't care if I have to walk across the gym. That's just gym etiquette. Rack your shit up, mm. bitch. Yeah, I, I hear that all the time on Facebook, or not Facebook, but on uh, YouTube videos yeah. and stuff like that. That's just people saying dirty. That's like the worst. Is that, is that the worst thing you can do inside of a no. gym? No. Th- the worst thing you can do is probably sweat all over shit and don't wipe that shit off. Oh, that's, that's nasty that's in the motherfucker. Up shit. Yeah. So, but rack your weights was my son of a bitch because I kept going to equipment and then where the fuck are these dumbbells at? We had uh, four sets because dumbbells come in twos. None of these bitches are around. Where are the dumbbells at? All over the fucking floor by the treadmills and like. What the hell about the treadmills for? I mean, you can do stuff with dumbbells on the treadmill, but they're just assholes. Mm. Uh, mm. Next one. Uh, this one was when Monica came on the show, and I was going to be my cocksucker of the week. Okay. I was so pissed because I was late. I was like five minutes late to the podcast uh, because I was driving. Now, I have a lot of Asian friends. I have a lot of friends from different nationalities, mm-hmm. but the biggest stereotype is Asians can't drive. And if this motherfucker couldn't drive, <laughs> I don't know who could. He Have you seen Marco Polo on Netflix? Only the first like episode or two. There's a guy on there named like Hundred Eyes, Thousand Eyes. The motherfucker's blind. That's what okay. I felt like. He was in his head, waving his head like Stevie Wonder, swerving in and out of his lane. I had to exit off early and got stuck in that uh, traffic uh, when um, Broadway Extension was having uh, construction. Oh, yeah. And then everybody's exiting off right before the 122nd. So I was sitting there, and I was like, you motherfucker. I was so mad. I was yelling in my car just because he couldn't drive because he swerved to the right. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stay behind this guy because he might hit somebody else's car and then flip. I get beside him, and it's like he's zoned in on my car. He was, <laughs> he was a homing beacon to, to kill my ass. So that was my son of a bitch for episode 26. Dirty. I, uh, going dude. down that list. Yeah, I got to go down uh, the list. All right, the next one is uh, gas. On your motherfucking phone when you're getting gas or texting. They have a sign that says, don't do that because you could cause a spark. A spark and blow your... And blow I'm not right trying up. to get blowed the fuck up because you want to finish your text or a phone call. Like, what I do is I try to finish them in the car mm-hmm. or wait until afterwards. Get out of your car, touch your car like they tell you, then take the gas <laughs> cap off. Well, they, some bitches everywhere like, yeah, I'm doing this. Or have the car running or the door open. And that part, that really that, scares me. Josh used to do that. Oh, he used to scare the miss, piss Josh, out of Which me. one, Martin or Robert? Roberts. Why the fuck did I have you on my like, show no, if he was I trying to... I think one day like, I was pumping gas and he was like... Why are you shutting your car off for? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why am I shutting my car off for? He's like, why are you shutting your car off? I'm like, I ain't trying to explode. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Josh. Go figure. I'm, I hope he stepped his game up since then, but these motherfuckers were the worst. I hate it because, I, I, like you said, you're scared because you don't know if you're going to blow up or not. Is it today, today going to be my last day? This was a shitty day. I just want to get gas and get home. Boom, I'm done. Uh, last one is I don't know if you guys heard about this. My wife actually told me about this. It was a uh, black kid who's mentally handicapped. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I mean, he was living in an all-white town. That doesn't mean that things were going to go wrong. But in this case, they were made kind of worse just because that they did not like the fact that his family was black. Uh, The first thing that happened, the first incident was he was on a football team. His teammates and the coaches had him with boxing gloves. And they like uh, he had to wear boxing gloves, but the kids he was fighting didn't. And he still wanted to be friends after they beat the fuck out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, he still thought they were his friends and this and that. Next thing was, 
they tricked him like they were going to give him a hug and then yeah, raped him with the hanger. hanger. Yeah. And Did I you said, listen to One Mike One Voices podcast? Not yet. I okay. ha- I've been. I'm, I'm back on it, but uh, yeah, that's I've been what back they start out with. Yeah, that was some bullshit. That, that was some bullshit. That one topped and brought this segment to life. That's the son of a mm. bitch of the month. I said, that's fucked up. I said, I don't care. And with people with special needs, like disabilities or whatever, you want to call them handicapped, whatever you want, if, if mentally, physically, I commend those people because they want to be normal so bad and be accepted. And there's nothing fucking special about being normal, but when there's something that you don't have, that's what you you want. And for this kid to still consider them friends after he's bloody and bleeding and then get raped and all this other stuff just because he doesn't really he doesn't have uh, his full cognitive functions. That's fucked up. Yeah. So that's that's definitely I remember I remember Michael was telling me about that. And it was just like, what are you serious? Dude, I, yeah, it was, that's pretty, I was that's, I was mad at a motherfucker. Like that's the world that. we live in. Yeah. And then people are like, there's no problem here. And then, and what was the purpose? He wasn't hurting nobody. He tried to be a part of a team. He wasn't And then they were also making there. fun of him. They were like, uh, calling him nicknames. Mm-hmm. They was calling him a chicken eater, Kool-Aid, uh, you know, of course. Yeah, you're, you're, of course you're pissing me typical, off right yeah. <laughs> Just for that stupid <laughs> shit, dude. real, man. Uh, drag, drag that son of a bitch down to the, to the, all to the wastelands. Dude. I, I mean, I wish that, uh, you know, Quantum Leap, mm-hmm. right? I've had this fantasy. And it's not just for black people. It's for anybody that's like... I've seen people get picked on. I was like, man, I wish I could just do a quantum leap in their body and whoop the fuck out of whoever's messing with them and then just jump back out. And then right around the time that I jump out, the person's apologizing or they're knocked out. So, you know, they don't know what to do in that situation. That's why they're cowering. It might give them a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of a good good push. And today's, today's episode is all about superheroes anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's my superhero power is quantum leap to fuck, <laughs> fuck people up that are son of a bitches. But, all right, so... Now that we're done with that, on today's show, Captain America switches sides. The Rock is confirmed as Doc Savage. Nice. I yes. saw rumors of that on the on Facebook. Yeah, they've been confirmed. Nice. Uh, Wesley Snipes leaves the ball in Marvel's court. Jeff Johns takes over DC. WWE wants to join Marvel. And we have manga and anime news and more. And what show is this, Richard? The Spoiler Show. The Spoiler Show. We're going to get into... Captain America Civil War. We're going to spoil the fuck out. Okay, so for the listeners who don't want to get spoiled, which part of the show are we going to be? That's going to be. It's going to be in the duffel bag. So we're going to get through everything first. That'll be the last part of it. You hear us zip that bitch. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, or if you just don't care and you're like me, and you just want to be spoiled, then go Mm -hmm. ahead and listen. But yeah, we're that's what the uh, show entails today, and this is the Elijah Bailey show. Um, But before we get started, we want to give a little love and a shout out to our sponsor. So we'll be right back. Are you looking for the home of your dreams? Then look no further. Two Doors Realty has just what you need. Two Doors Realty is a full-service estate brokerage providing the highest quality of service for home buyers and sellers. Their agents are professional, honest, and responsive. They take great care and utilize the latest technology to create outstanding listings and to maximize exposure for those listings. They do business in accordance with the Federal Fair House Law. A highly educated and competent staff, immeasurable integrity accompanied by quality service will lead you through the only two doors you'll ever need to walk through. The doors of Two Door Realty and the door to the home of your dreams. You can find them at twodoorsrealty.com or contact them at 405-418-6407. Make sure to let them know that you heard about them from the Elijah Bailey Show so the show gets a little bit of a kickback. Physical strength is no substitute for perception. For perception is the key which unlocks the intangible power of the spirit. You perceive nothing. On today's podcast, 
someone gets their ass whooped. It's not me. It's a bingo. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. Yeah, I've been saying that like all week. Hey, dude. Huh? Hey, dude. Caden. Oh, he says, what's up, dude? Uh, I always fuck that up. I always say, hey, hey dude. Because the show, hey, dude. Yeah. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> we're back with the Elijah Baylor Show. Uh, thank you for always listening and supporting the show. The best way that you can support the show is to make sure to go on iTunes, subscribe to the show. That way it automatically updates whenever there's a new episode that's released. And also, we'd appreciate it if you rate and review the podcast. That helps us move up the charts and also notify any new listeners. Um, other than that, I mean, my name is Elijah Bailey, and I'm here with Richard Taplin, and we're back. How's everyone doing? I like. I think because Monica came on episode 26, I think we're going to just start doing voices. Hey. I knew you were going to pull that one out. <laughs> uh, dude. Hey, little boy. No, you go back to the old man. No, I'm going to talk like this. Peter. Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Peter. <laughs> what do, uh, what's um, uh, the black one? That he had his own show, Cleveland. Cleveland. Who does he go? <laughs> it's Cleveland. I can't do his voice. Oh, that's actually sound pretty good. See, uh, I can't do anybody's voice on fly. Like, see, I have to just be like, in the moment. Because my wife doesn't love me, I talk to myself. Oh. Like, you, Ryan Reynolds came out with a movie in 2005, 2015, called Voices. And basically, he was a schizophrenic and had a dog and a cat, and he was making the voices for him. And ended up going on a rampage, killing people. My sound panels fell off. Oh, dude. I was trying to figure out what you were looking at. I thought you were listening intently by not looking at me. <laughs> I think we'll be okay. Yeah, we'll be okay. But yeah, I, I just put them back up. I, I do a couple voices. I should do these when Monica was on the show, but they're not anime, so. Well, it's still funny though. Yeah, Rallo, you're bad. It is Cleveland. Oh, it okay. wasn't a good one. Anyway, um, I, what I want to say is, uh, if you guys aren't checking out the podcast and the cosplay of the week. Make sure to do that. Uh, all these guys uh, are working really hard. Last week's podcast of the week was Read Brave Comics. Uh, my my good buddy Vinton from the OKC podcast community, he talked to me before they came out with this podcast. And I think there are four episodes in by the time that you hear this, five. And what they do is they do one episode and they do a bonus episode in, a, in between. So technically they'll be on episode three with two bonus episodes. But I mean, comic book history, which is what we're going to get in today, is is their knowledge. They're, they're the gurus of uh, comics. Oh wow, nice! Yeah. I think they they all live in comic book uh, hubs, shops, and just read comics all the time. Eat <laughs> comic shit, comics. Um, and then our cosplay of the week was K Bear. So if you go to Facebook, you can type in K Bear cosplay, or on Twitter and Instagram, K A Y Y Y B E R K Bear. Every time I hear K, and then Y. Mm-hmm. Think of jelly. Think of jelly. Okay, okay, why jelly? <laughs> this week's podcast of the week is Guys We Fucked. Now, if What's you, that about? It, this is what you asked uh, earlier uh, about comedy podcasts. Mm-hmm. It is a podcast of two women. And let me just read the description. You can find them on iTunes. It's uh, hilarious. I love this show. Um, so it says, Welcome to Guys We Fucked. The anti-slut-shaming podcast. They spread their legs. Now they're spreading the word that women should be able to have sex with whoever they want, whenever they want, and not be ashamed or called sluts or whores. Slut! (laughs) Welcome to the new revolution. Each week, Corinne Fisher and uh, Christine Hutchison, together known as a comedy duo, Sorry About Last Night, interview a gentleman they've slept with, uh, some they've made love to, some they've had sex with a few times, and some they fucked in a hotel bathroom. 
Oh. And then, I know. Oh, hotel bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's legal. Not, that's not too bad. Uh, Corinne and then Kristen <laughs> uh, want to make the world a more sexual, positive, or sexy, or God damn it, I can't read today, a sex positive place, one candid story of intercourse at a time. Mm. So if you're looking for something hot and steamy. You've been listening to this for a while. Yeah. Because like, I remember back when, before we even started podcasting. Yeah. I, I was like, dude, you need to listen. This is the funniest part. Yeah. She's like, what? What's a little bit of anal? And then they just go off onto a tangent with the gay guy that got hit on by an older guy. And it's a good show. But that's going to be podcast of the week this week. And then cosplay of the week is going to be a future guest, Mr. Um, if you go to Facebook, I think it's almost all the same. No, Facebook, it's Nightmare or Night Mage. And then on Instagram, it's Night Mage N. And then on Twitter, it's Night Mage One. But this guy, he's a bigger black guy. He, he reminds me of Debo. Okay, and okay. he uh, he does everything from Wolverine. He's been asking people for the next twenty twenty one days what kind of cosplay he should do. He did a Piccolo cosplay the other day. Um, he's done holy shit! I uh, think I've seen the Piccolo one. That yeah, pretty good. That was pretty nice. Uh, he's done a whole bunch of uh, cosplay. The one that I loved and the one that I showed you a while ago was the uh, Afro Samurai. Oh, that shit yeah. looked dope. As I remember hell. that one too. Yeah, yeah, that was that was sick. So yeah, he is pretty big, dude. Yeah, he's huge. Make sure to check out my cosplay and, and podcast of the week. You can always find him first on Twitter, then follow up the next day or either later that evening on Facebook and Instagram. But Twitter is the place to be. We just now we're almost breaking uh, three hundred nice. on Twitter and on Instagram. We have broken three hundred, so we got three hundred followers. Thank you guys. Um, and then the Facebook page, we're almost over two hundred as well. We're, we're making our way. We're almost at one fifty actually. Nice. Now that I think about it, nice. Um, but just keep on making sure that you're following the show on all the social media. That helps me know what you guys want, when you guys want it. I get to talk to you guys, ask questions, and podcasting is something that I love to do, so I love the interaction. Uh, let's start with Anime Shmanime. Anime Shmanime. Boom, 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 ba-da. Anime Shmanime. Cha-cha-cha. Anime Shmanime. Anime Shmanime. What's on the list today, Sal? All right. We are in a new month. Yes, we are. But we're going to get to that last. We're going to end it I'm with. Sorry. I know. I know I'm you're sorry. just excited. I get, I, get over, I get worked up sometimes. What I want to do is kind of continue where we left off in episode 28. The Berserk anime premieres Friday, July 1st. Oh, wow. So if you're thinking about it or you're trying to figure out. You know, are they saying what, like, what's the name of that arc? No, I had not seen that. Okay. I just saw that it was coming out Friday, July 1st. Now you make me look like an asshole. Sorry. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Um, next one, uh, October on Sunday at 8.30 on Fuji TV comes Monster Hunter anime. Nice. I know. And the other good thing is Fuji TV hasn't had a program in that slot as far as an anime. Uh, this is the first time in 10 years, so over 10 years. Wow. Um, the show will be 48 episodes, 30 minutes long, and it will it'll follow different characters, um, and just it, it should take place... Or have something to do with the game, with the latest game. Mm-hmm. So I think they're going to start kind of crossing over, kind of like Final Fantasy, because uh, you know Final Fantasy fifteen, they're doing a live action, not a live action, but a CG movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I know they got an anime series coming out. Is that the first episode is already dropped? I think the second episode should be dropping sometime in June. See, they're doing. Um, it says Final Fantasy fifteen CG film releases in Japan July 9th. Oh, okay. Um, so I don't know when, uh, and it's Kingsglaive. Glaive, Kingsglaive. Have you heard of that? Sure. Uh, what was it? Do you know what the anime was called? 
Uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, sorry, no, not Final Fantasy VII, sorry. Final Fantasy Fifteen. I just typed that in YouTube. They're on. They're on YouTube right now. I just typed in YouTube or just went to YouTube.com and, and just typed it in. Final Fantasy Fifteen. It popped up. Nice. So it's like a little. I don't even know if it's a full thirty minutes or not. Probably fit twelve to fifteen minutes, something like that. I think it's a little bit longer. Yeah, it was actually pretty. It was actually pretty good. Manga, have you read anything lately? I have not. No. I have not. <laughs> I, I felt like I should ask just to be polite. Oh, thank you. I mean, that's 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 common courtesy. It's courtesy. Man. Just like if you know damn well I'm not going on like a venture with you, but just still let me know. Just, just ask. ask. Yeah. Just be like, hey Richard, hey man, I'm about to, I'm about to, I'm about to work out. Just like last night, you was like. Five o'clock in the Five morning. Five o'clock? Question mark. You knew I would probably yeah. win, man. Come, uh, but yeah, you know what? You asked. That made me feel good. <laughs> it made me feel good. It made me feel good. Oh, so since I'm the only one that reads manga, what I've been keeping up with lately, I've just been reading, you know, just some of the regular stuff, some of the anime that we've been talking about. Bungo Stray Dogs. They actually have a series uh, or a manga that's out uh, along with the show. It's on episode or it's on chapter thirty-one right now. So I'm behind. I'm like on chapter ten because I like watching the show. A little bit more than I like reading the anime just because I started with the anime first. And so I start reading the book uh, weekly, just trying to catch up. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm trying to sprint through it and try to binge all 31 deals. But I'm on uh, chapter 10 right now, and it's really good. I like the whole sci-fi mystery type. We all have superpowers. We're all solving these mysteries that nobody else can solve. And then the dynamic between all the characters is really funny. Uh, you know Noblis has a manga. Yeah, and that's because I remember watching the episode and looking at the comments, and everybody's like, you could tell, all right, these people must know something I don't know yeah. because the way they're talking and everything like that. Like, I've seen that. Have, have, seen have that. you looked at it? Yeah, it's on. How uh, long is it? Four hundred and eight right now. Yeah, but they go pretty quickly though. Cause they, they, they do. They start right where we started in the video that she showed me. The when he returns. Oh really? And then they go from there. So, so how far are you on that? Uh, twenty-five chapters in. Okay. And so I'm 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 making my way because I started as soon as as soon as I watched that I was like, dude, there's got to be a manga. So I went and looked, and there's a Noblesse one. So they're mm-hmm. 408. I'm that one. I might try to binge. I might try to sprint just a little bit more, just because, dude, vampires, badass vampires like that. Yeah, like badass. They don't, they don't come around. Like if anybody's trying to figure out what the hell we're talking about, um, you go to Crunchyroll. Yeah, Crunchy Crunchyroll does have it. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched it. There's at. only one episode out. Well, I guess technically there's two episodes. Yeah, yeah, but the, there's two different series that yeah. they're doing, and one is called Noblest Awakening. Is when um, mm. this uh, vampire basically it's like the father of vampires. He's been in eternal rest, Dormant. dormanted, and all this time he wakes up in modern day society, uh, meets his butler who is a principal teacher in yeah. Frankenstein at a school. Tries to live life regularly and he, try to figure out shit. Trying to, try to chill, but you, you know, know you got them hating ass. <laughs> Yeah, you, know, you do. Bitch asses out there. So, um, you put him in the place. Yeah, but but you see his power, and his power is just overwhelming. It, just, it, just, it looks like it has potential to be a phenomenal anime. Can't wait for it. More yeah. episodes. And it's and the way that they make you wait just builds up that suspense and that tension because I'm like, dude, I'm ready to see him fuck somebody else up. Because all, all he had to say was Neil. Neil. Yeah. Get on knees, boy. <laughs> The next one is tough. We talked about this, Tekken, then tough, and then goes into tough. They're on chapter 409. I read that weekly. That's another martial art. Like, you'll hear about three of them that are martial arts, um, animes, and manga. And that one is kind of like Grappler Baki, which Hanma Baki Dao is out um, as well. And they're on chapter 93 because they finished the whole Baki the Grappler series with him and his, his dad, dad fighting. fighting at the hotel. And now this which is was a pretty darn good uh, fight. Well, well, now Yujiro's in there with um, 
with uh, Miyamoto Musashi after they re- resurrected him from his ashes. Oh. And Musashi cut him across, but Musashi's like, he, th- he sees things as actual landmarks. So he's standing in front of Yujiro, and he's like, all I can see is, is uh, he's like, what do you see? It's like, I see a peaceful mountain, and it's like a volcano erupting. Like, that's how he sees him and his power. And then Yujiro looks at him, and it's just like, uh, um, like a big, what is it? Like the Titanic going over the edge of like a Niagara like Falls a, like, or something yeah, like yeah, that. waterfall. Yeah, and so they see each other's immense power, but they're so excited to fight each other because they've never had anybody like this. Yeah, that could put them on that level. Yeah, so that's another one that's another father and son type uh, manga and anime, except for in Tough, he he has to fight his father eventually, but they have a good relationship. And then you find out his real daddy ain't his real daddy. Ooh. And then he has to fight as the heir of his clan against his actual dad with um, Hajime no, or not Hajime no Evil, but uh, Baki and Hamabaki Dao. Him and his dad never liked each other. His dad was the strongest creature. And oh, that's what he said, the strongest creature on the planet because mm-hmm. he fought whole armies by himself. He fought the biggest animals, wild animals, polar bears and all this other stuff in conditions, just wearing a t-shirt and, and some pants and some house slippers and beating the <laughs> fuck out of everybody. Oh, them house slippers. Yeah. You don't let them, don't let them come out them slippers. Them house slippers. <laughs> and his son was just bred to be his rival and that's kind of how the story goes but he fights so many people. He wins and loses. They take a unique spin on uh, famous uh, athletes like Muhammad Ali. Instead of having a daughter, he had a son, Muhammad Ali Jr. And so he came and fought Baki but for him to be able to fight Bach, he had to go through some other people, Orochi Dopo and some other guys, and got his hands fucked up. And he's like, I know what it means to fight now. And then he got in there. He did work. He did work on some. Is, is Obama still in there? Yeah, he's still president. He's still yeah. president. Yeah, he's still <laughs> president. Rolling yeah. when they had Obama in there, and they also had George Bush in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they had everybody. They have. They, they put they some have current to figures they, in. There. They have to talk to. Yeah, they have to they have to come in and apologize for anything they've done over the year to piss him off and then to they ask to for swear his protection. In. Yeah, yeah. Like they they swear into the you know to the nation and then they go back into the Oval Office and swear into to to uh, Ujiro. Ujiro. Yeah, and we're talking about uh, Baki's dad because yes. he's the most feared man. Like Triple he's OG. he's the one that keeps world peace, even though there's not world peace. When they call <laughs> him, they call him like you know we got a war going on. We're gonna put you on the battlefront. And they like a whole army sitting out there, and they said. Is that Hanma? <laughs> Go back and tell the superiors. Then next thing you know, they pulling out like twenty minutes later. Like, no, nah, we don't. We don't want none of this. Yeah. Um, but that's. I mean, that's the bulk of what I'm reading. You know, I have Fairy Tale on here, One Piece, Bleach, uh, Until Death Do Us Part, Hajime no Ippo, and most of these we've talked about in previous shows. Most of them we've talked about, or they've been you know anime or manga of the month. So you should know them. Go back and listen to some previous episodes that we can catch up. But I mean, that's all the stuff that I'm reading right now. Nice. Um, nice. The one that I did want to, and it's it's not. There's only twenty, or there's only twelve chapters of it. I'm thinking about the show uh, is Dragon Ball Super. I want people to read the manga. That's my manga of the month. It's only twelve chapters right now. Oh, that's it. Yeah, they, and they take a couple weeks to come out because they try to fill in the gaps between the show. Mm-hmm. But the manga is so much more fulfilling than the show. They're behind the show, which they should be, but it's so much more fulfilling because it's the actual dialogue and you get to hear and see what was intended versus it being uh, censored. Yeah. So the manga of the month is Dragon Ball Super. Now, the episodes haven't been released in the U.S. yet. I think it's the end of June or July. Uh, But if you go to, you know, I always try to promote, promote watching this shit properly I haven't watched the last couple episodes, but I know illegally 
with the subs, they're on episode 45 right now. They okay. finished that uh, Universe 6 and 7 tournament. Um, they went back into training or whatever they're doing now. And I think Pan was just introduced. So Pan just now yeah, got born. Yeah, I did see that. So. And uh, they, cause I saw all those memes of them making fun of uh, Yamcha. Yamcha. <laughs> dude, they, they don't they stay on Yamcha. Yamcha, has dude. he been introduced mm. in Super? Yeah. It okay. was at the beginning for... I remember TN. Yeah, they, they did in uh, Bulma's uh, birthday party. Because that was different you're right, from... You're right, you're right, you're right. That was different from uh, the God, the Battle of the Gods, because they did that at their house, the Capsule Corp house, um, or mansion, or whatever you want to call it. And then in Super, they did it on a yacht, or a boat. She rented a whole boat, and they did that. But Yamchen Tien are there, and he goes up to Beerus like, you know, I'm the strongest fighter here, but, you know, you're a good guy. I'm not going to do I'm like... Boy, sit down. Sit your ass down, dude. Why you got to lie? All right, so um, I don't think I did this one. We talked about it in episode 26 with Monica. So this one is my anime of the month, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World. And we talked about it, and I love this show. There's only eight episodes out on Crunchyroll. If if you're a uh, contributing member, that means you pay for the subscription on Crunchyroll. You have nine episodes. But basically, this kid keeps dying and coming back, and he has to figure out why he's dying. He, so he dies in the beginning, and he kind of pieces this stuff together. So the first three episodes, he's just trying to help this girl get her insignia back, and mm-hmm. then he learns about her. After that, he, uh, he wakes up the next day, but it started over again. So somebody killed him in his sleep. Then he does everything right the next day, tries to retrace a step, wakes up dead again. And it <laughs> keeps happening. So he's trying to figure out who amongst these people is killing him. Do I need to act this way? Do I need to act this way? I already know what's coming. Should I replay my life just like I did? Because there's obviously a reason that I'm reliving every single day. Yeah. Kind of like Groundhog's Day. So I think I I do remember you guys talking about yeah. that. I remember you talking about the last episode, too. I mean, yeah. We had Josh on Oh, that. yeah. I mean, it's just so interesting, that whole concept that I you die and come back. You don't know who killed you, so you don't know what to expect. But you're still trying to play each day safe, and you think you're safe until the end. Boom. I'm like, dude, stay yep. up. Psych. Stay up. Psych. Don't go to sleep. Psych. Um, Coffee. <laughs> but, Coffee beans. But that is it for Anime Shmanime. Anime Shmanime. So before we go into into our next segment, let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll come right back. This show is also sponsored by Vector Roofing. Do you hear that? The sound of hail. More importantly, the sound of money leaving your pocket. But that can be prevented with Vector Roofing. We provide free estimates and cover your deductible, giving you a roof for the stormy season. We work closely with your insurance company and walk you through each step of the way. Give us a call at 405-259-6463. That's 405-259-6463. Also, like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Vector Roofing. I'm Michael Eric Owen. And I'm DT of the One Mic, One Voice podcast. A show that is created to give space where your voice, ideas, and a form of opinions can be heard, appreciated, and debated. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, One Mic, One Voice podcast. Follow us on our Twitter, the number one, Mike underscore the number one voice. Or follow us on Instagram at One Mic, One Voice. You can also listen to us on Podbeam, Stetcher, and iTunes. And if you want to email us, email us at contact at onemikeonevoice.com. And if you just want to get all of our content, go to onemikeonevoice.com or blackinstudios.com. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting Casey. 
And we're back with Casey Kingdom's Chap Nine, bitch. Yeah. All right, so we're back, and hey. we have <laughs> do it again. Hey, hey, hey guys. <laughs> we have a new segment called Between the Pages. Between the Sheets. Uh, yeah, I, I mean that's a, that's a well that's episode eleven. Let's talk about oh, sex, okay. you know. Um, but we have a new new segment Between the Pages. We're going to talk about comics before we get into spoiling Civil War. Uh, first thing off, straight off the top. Steve Rogers, Captain America number one, issue number one, tells us that Cap has been working for Hydra all this time, throughout the years. He's a, a sleeper agent. And I think agent. I started seeing pictures of that. Yeah. Dude, people started going, and people are pissed. They were burning copies of the, the deal, uh, like, in the street. I saw videos of people putting gasoline on it and burning it. And I'm like, dude. I mean, so is, does the comic say, is he, is he like Bucky-type no. sleeper agent, or is he just like... oh? Yeah, you don't know because it's what they said is this is a hundred percent Steve Rogers. This isn't a clone. This is anybody else. This is who Steve Rogers is this whole time. You know what? It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, uh, we had word from Stan Lee. Stan Lee said he's like, man, that's a hell of a clever idea. I never would have thought to make Captain America, who does all this stuff and is morally right and just, actually be Hydra. So, what does that say about Hydra versus Shield? Hmm. So I thought that was pretty interesting, but uh, they said issue number two, they're going to go more into the backstory and tell how he was a sleeper agent and, you know, what all kind of happened. Um, keeping on that same track with uh, the Grand Meister himself, El- say, uh, what was it, El- Excelsior, that Stanley says? I always fuck up that word. Excelsior, there we go. Excelsior. Excelsior. God damn it. See, people are going to be like, he can't even fucking say Excelsior. You know what? No, I can't. Well, I can after three or four tries. I need some something to drink. I need that special mix. Yeah. Yeah, the legendary special mix. That I, nobody knows what it is. But me. But uh, I forget every time I wake <laughs> up. Uh, after that, and this was at Megacon, um, Stan Lee was asked about a crossover between DC and Marvel. And he is all for it. He says, well, you know, that would really be terrific. Uh, we did a Spider-Man versus Superman comic book years ago, a big giant size book, uh, which sold really well. And I had Spider-Man win. So if you guys haven't read that, I mean, you know the outcome, but go back and, and watch or go back and read. read yeah. Yeah. Now that everything's being changed to movies, I'm like, watch, yeah, go back <laughs> and read. But he says, I don't think there will ever be a movie like that only because the lawyers and businessmen uh, and the contracts, they never be able to figure out who gets what and whose name comes first. But if they ever could do it, man, I think everybody would want to see that. And that's from Stanley Stanley himself. Stanley himself, dude. And I've heard him talk about many a thing. But he's all about expression. Oh, this is your take on this character? No, that's damn cool. I know. <laughs> I did hear that he was pissed off about his cameo on Deadpool because he had to do it. Like in a studio, he didn't get to go down to the strip clubs. He said he wanted to wanted to be in the strip club seeing some of them naked broads. <laughs> uh, but Stanley, dude, Stanley's the man. I love Stanley. He's always got good sense of humor. Um, people say they like working for him, so I guess he doesn't get in people's ass too much. But uh, next on the docket, Wesley Snipes says that he wants to do another Blade movie, and he's put that out there to Marvel. So it really is left to Marvel if they're going to redo Blade. And there's been talks of it. They were saying maybe Blade's daughter, like a father-daughter movie, hmm. and do something like that. But I, I mean, yeah, I've been seeing a lot of um, hype on Facebook about that. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty badass. Yeah, I like Blade. Yeah, for well, it wasn't the first rated R, but it was one of the one of the top selling rated R comic book movies. Everybody seemed to forget that once Deadpool came out. Yeah, uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, next, Jeff Johns takes over DC, promises a brighter and more fun Justice League movie. Who's Jeff Johns? 
Oh, he awesome, awesome in comic. If you look up anything about Jeff Johns in comic books, I mean, he's written and and done so many different things. I mean, most of my stuff uh, with Jeff Johns is the Flash stuff. Okay, uh, and really Rebirth. The Rebirth was a new comic that came out. Did you read anything about that? Uh, well, the whole deal, or for what what my take is, because I haven't bought the comic book, is Wally West comes back from the dead or back from the ste- Speed Force. Okay, but nobody remembers him being the Flash at at any point in time. He'd always been, you know, Kid Flash. Okay, and so it's like the story of trying to figure that out along with what happened and why people kind of lost their memory. And Jeff Johns promised a money back guarantee if people didn't. Uh, if that comic book didn't deliver, if you don't like it, your money you get your money back for that mm, comic. You really can't argue with stuff like that. No, that's good customer service. Jeff John is is the is a god in comics and and developing developing them and then making adaptations for them. Um, what else? There's also something else uh, with Jeff Johns. Oh, he's also going to be uh, working on the solo Batman film. So Jeff Johns is really taking over everything with. I mean, there's two, which there's, is good. Yeah, if you got somebody that's figured it out and cracked the code, exactly. then go ahead and just let him do what he does. Uh, there's no reason to try to stick anybody else in there or do whatever. He's he's really, really good at, at the DC stuff and conveying that message. Um, next on the docket. Why I keep saying next on the docket. Hey, you know what? We're just going down this docket. Yeah. Whatever the docket is. Yeah. It's like a dock. So, like, so on and so forth. It's like a dock, like a dock of boats or like a ship, like... Docket, they don't a docket like a ticket, or is it like a docket just? Docket's like a some docker shorts, or we're just like finding our size. Like you mainly hear it like courtroom type stuff. Like okay. next on the dock, the next item up. Well, I mean it's not even courtroom, but the next deal that's up. Okay, but I mean fuck it, let's so go down the you're list. Feeling very courtish today. Uh yeah, so on and so forth. Let's bring it full circle. Pause for the cause. You know all the <laughs> shit that I say a lot. Uh, former WWE pro wrestler Edge tosses his hat in to play Cable for the upcoming Deadpool movie. Um, and Edge has been in, he's got like a TV show he's on. They said he was on an episode of Flash as as one of the characters, but I don't remember it being Edge. I thought it was another like lesser known actor. <laughs> uh, Edge? Yeah. You got who retired because too many head injuries. Neck, spine stuff. Neck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he wants to be Cable, and I can kind of see he has the, the head and stuff cable, for Cable because a he's younger. Big enough. He's he's like six. I mean, he's two tall. to six four, he's and tall. I think he's he's wider. He's wider. Yeah, but he's got like a, a wide back though too. He could fill it out with the yeah. costume on. He doesn't have to be yeah. shirtless, dude. You ain't got to be doing this. You know what? <laughs> Talking about that, funny. It's not a funny story. It's a piece of shit story. But uh, <laughs> I saw a chiseled ass today at the gym. Oh, how'd it make you feel? Uh, Is it male or female? Let's go into that. So <laughs> normally, I don't look at anybody when I'm in the gym, but I'm using equipment where I'm having like a back extension in front of a back extension. And you're just like, damn. No, no, no. <laughs> this is what I did. I looked up because I was like, dude, it's, you know, my neck, my shoulders have been bothering me. I was like, man, it sucks to look down, so I'm going to look up. And this, and I'm not going to say who it is because I know this guy. He sees me other places, and I don't want him to come up and be like, so you looking at my ass, bro? So I hope, hopefully, you listen to the podcast. But I'm not going to tell you who you are. But I look up, and I was like, God damn, that's like a, a Victorian Viennese fucking Romanian. Like if if you were chiseling an ass, you're like, man, 
I'd want my ass to look like that. And I've never <laughs> said some shit like that. I feel confident. Pray to God you never said some shit like that. I feel but confident. It was like that, huh? Yeah, I feel confident about how I look. I have, my ass has some weight to it. It's nice. My wife likes it. But I was like, what the fuck is that, dude? That's like fucking, <laughs> you are doing too many astros, sir. It was a sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit! And that just reminded me with like talking about Edge. Edge I was like, is, yeah, me, I was like, he's yeah. trying to clown me of him being shirtless, and yeah. you're over here looking at dude's ass. Hey, no, it apparently it must have been like a Leonardo da Vinci sculpted yeah. ass. I mean, him, Raphael, Dante, all them motherfuckers got together. They and said all worked together. Hmm, the perfect ass. <laughs> this would be in Elijah Bailey's face one day. Let's sculpt it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and you want to hear another funny story? <laughs> I told you we have that big pit bull in our backyard that's over by the fence. You got pit bull in your backyard? Like, it, it's the neighbors. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. it's over by the far fence. Like, our house faces east, so it's on the west fence way okay. back. And the dogs go back there. We can't have them going back there. So one of the ways I've stopped the dogs from digging holes is put their shit in the holes so that way they don't want to dig in there. Makes sense. Luckily, I haven't had them dig past their shit. They go up and smell like... I don't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. They're past that whole puppy phase where they're rooting around and shit. Well, that dog's back there coming up to the fence, and I see him pissing on the fence and pissing on the deals. I was like, you motherfucker. So take the dog shit, put it along the fence. Ooh. And at night, when I take the dogs out, it's like 12, 1 o'clock. I go out there, and I piss along that fence. <laughs> so I mark my own fucking territory. <laughs> I'm like, you're not going to be fucking marking my house. Marking your own turf. Yeah, I'm pissing all on this fence and putting the – and keeping that motherfucker away from the fence and keeping the dogs away because, I mean, they're still in play mode. So they're going to go back there and then I don't know how he feels about them or if they nip them real rough and he's going to try to get over or whatever. But I'm taking my precautions, you know. Don't build a fence, just piss on it. Piss piss on the chain link fence, put <laughs> shit back there. I think that works pretty well. Um, <laughs> what's next? Oh, the last thing is, like I said at the beginning of the show, I went and saw X-Men Apocalypse. There are literally... I don't know if I want to use literally, but I mean, there's for me, there's four really big things that happened in the movie that made that movie pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I almost okay. said phenomenal. Okay. These things individually are fucking phenomenal. I saw the backstory, and one of them they put on Facebook how they did Quicksilver's slow motion scene. Mm. If you like the first one from Days of Future Past, you'll fucking love this one. It was awesome. Okay. okay. I got I got to see that. Uh, the behind-the-scenes stuff and what kind of camera and, and stuff they use. And I was like, holy shit. It took them 20 days, 22 days to shoot that. Or was it two, two months? Or It was something with the two in it. And I can't remember how long. But it took them a long time to shoot that one scene that's like maybe a minute long. Mm-hmm. And it was really good. Wow. Um, then they have... I don't want to give away anything yet. It's only been out for like a, like two, a, weeks, two weeks. So. Yeah. so there's some good stuff in there. But if you're looking for there, they have their comic book moments. But some of the stuff you're like, what the fuck are you doing? This is not the X Men. This is like everybody. Let's hit a pose. Let's just pose in our costume and let the that wind bad? hit us. Okay. Some some parts are because there's like a stare down, and it's like one of those stare downs where in a comedy you would see somebody walking through eating a ham sandwich. The ham sandwich. Ham sandwich. Just walking through and they look like, what the fuck's going on here? And they keep walking. Mm-hmm. And then everybody's like, you know what? Why are we sitting here posing? That's kind of how it feels at some points. But the stuff that they did with Magneto's story, the emotional investment, and they do callbacks to the previous movies was awesome. Oh, and really? It's not going to be like the comic books. They have a trilogy going, so most of the stuff makes sense in that trilogy. It doesn't make sense in the actual movie. And this is something that you can just see in the trailers. Jennifer Lawrence, I don't know how old she is. She doesn't look old. 
No, but, she doesn't. But for Nightcrawl to be born, Mystique had to fuck Azrael mm-hmm. for him to be born. There's no way that could have happened with her, with how old she was and when this happened. And she's not. So, so it just wasn't adding up. Stuff wasn't adding up. Okay. Yeah. Like time wise. Time wise, because they reset the whole deal, it just didn't make sense. Like. Mm. I don't want to say when, once we spoil that we'll go into yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but other than that, uh let's take a net our next commercial break and then we'll come back with Captain America Civil War. This is Richard Taplin, host of the Black Box and also the producer here at Black and Studios. Wanna tell you thanks for supporting all of our shows here at Black and Studios. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Black and Studios. And also go by our website, blackandstudios.com, to find all of our podcasts, such as One Mic, One Voice, The Roxy by Design Show, The Elijah Bailey Show, The Gamer Stand Podcast, The Authentic Conversations, The Radical Harmony Plus, and also my favorite, The Black Box. You can also email us at podcast at blackandstudios.com. And remember, it's Black and and that was the duffel bag being opened yeah. with Captain America's shield. I think guys aren't going to like that, but girls, if you listen to it the first time and then you put that on your speaker and sit on that, I think that might do that you might. some good. <laughs> that might do you some good with that zip. But yeah, we're going into Captain America's Civil War. Yeah, so for all the listeners out there, if you have not seen this movie and you do not want to hear spoilers, 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 push pause <laughs> and just come back next week. Listen to some old episodes. Actually, this would be a good time for you to go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah. Um, you can follow Elijah on the Elijah Bailey Show on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show without the W. Mm-hmm. Go to Facebook, Elijah Bailey Show, to follow the podcast on there. You can follow Black and Studios yep. at blackandstudios.com on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, check out our website, blackandstudios.com, which um, currently right now, when you hear this first episode, I think we'll be at the later end of One Mic, One Voice is the feature podcast Part of, of the, the week. week. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Now and it's time to get dirty. Well, I just want to make more? it easy. Okay. Well, all he's saying is we're making it easy for you to listen. There's so many fucking forums. You can listen to it anywhere. And the other one I found out, which I told some people at work, is Podcast Addict. Oh, that is a good one. Yep. That is a good so one. So if you don't have iTunes, you don't have Podbeam, you don't have Stitcher, Overcast, go Pod. Podcast addict, yeah, and let's see, and that's addict with the T on the end, A D D I C T. Because what's so cool is that all these shows, um, we're actually on like a lot of platforms out there. There's we cross even, the streams. Oh yeah, I've 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 been littered you guys' shows everywhere. Yeah. Uh, you can even go to the, the app I use is actually called Beyond Pod, mm. um, and it's pretty simple. It's it, you can download or play from your Ooh. phone, and uh, that's actually where I listen to all my podcasts, including. Elijah Valley show and to hear myself on the black box. So, with that being said, let's bring it back full circle to Captain America in a time. You know what? Caden just what? got a mask, this mm-hmm. Iron Man mask, and it makes him sound like Iron Man. It has that little voice dub over. So uh, speaks, you should bring that. We like, could use that on the podcast. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Voice modulator. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. But let me set the tone for in a time when Steve Rogers had been fucking bitches. <laughs> he got pent up rage, and he went to war. Now that's not what happened. Now, if you, if maybe you, we just didn't, know that <laughs> we just didn't know it. Peggy, you're too old. Oh, maybe Peggy pegged Captain America. Mm. Hey, that's raw. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> so Captain America: Civil War was a, a comic. And they have variant issues where you can go back and read different stories. Like you can read what Black Panther was doing through this whole deal, or Daredevil, 
or the X-Men or Spider-Man and so on and so forth. But the main comic book, it goes into, again, you saw in the trailer, Captain America versus Iron Man over a battle of freedom. And um, we're going to take a different take on it. If you go to the podcast of, the, of last week, the Read Brave Comics, they talked about that, I think, on episode or the bon- the very first bonus episode. How do we hold uh, superheroes to a standard because we don't have superpowers? Should they be policed or should they not be policed? Uh, one of the guests on that show was from, uh, he's British, he's from London. So they're a lot different. They like to conform to the government's restrictions where we're more liberal mm-hmm. and we have individual basis for each one of those, each one of the principles and laws. They should have a sub-law, subsidiary law. This is why this should be followed. Well, if you're at this stature, it doesn't have to be law. Kind of like police uh, officers, you know, speeding down the road. They don't have shit to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people can't speed. So so anyway, what happens in the comic, and we'll get into the movie uh, here shortly, is there is a team, the New Warriors, and they were doing a TV show. It was a reality show where they catch lesser villains. Uh, They ran up against uh, several A-list villains, if you will. Um, I think there was uh, Cobalt. Also, Cold Heart. Uh, who else was here? Um, uh, Speed Freak, and there was one other one. They went up. Oh, Nitro. What okay. happened is they took down the other three, and Nitro got pinned to a bus by Namorita, who's Namor's step cousin, or, or so on and so forth. I haven't really gotten to her backstory, but she pins him to a bus. He gets pissed off, blows up, kills 800 to 900,000 people. Okay, I think I do remember. Yeah. Did I read it? I know I didn't read about it. And was it this in the? We might have talked about it. Okay, actually, like way back before Civil War came. Like, do you think they're going to do that and this and that? Yeah. Okay. But uh, that's pretty much part one, and it's a seven part issue. You can buy the whole comic if you want. You can go to Hastings, New World Comics. I mean, there's a lot of places you can go. Uh, just depends on where you are. Go buy the book, and they kill all these people. And during the debris, like cleaning up the debris, Captain America's talking to Tony about what happened and Tony's like that arrogant air about him well well these guys weren't even real superheroes they should have came to us first and did this and did that and then you hear uh Goliath and um Miss Marvel and several others talking like this is the straw that broke the camel's back after this you know this has been building up for years there's been collateral damage from superheroes battling villains all the time and they yet they still blame us now some of the blame does go to us but we're putting our lives on the line every single day for free uh, when we get into Captain America Civil War, it starts off with Cap and the new Avengers. That'd be Scarlet Witch, um, Falcon, Captain America, and Black Widow going after Crossbones. It was only those four. Okay. They were going after Crossbones and his team, and they were trying to steal. Uh, what were they trying to steal? They were trying to steal something. Something like, something. Bo- you know, like a, like a uh, bio. Yeah. I think it was like a like a. Something that if they drop it, everybody would die. Yeah, it's something like some, that. Some evil people. Yeah, we don't, we don't give a fuck. We just, we were worried about the ass whoopings. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see, it's so awesome the way they open the trailer because, again, like in Age of Ultron, they open up in the middle of a battle, so you see the team working. It's not the old Avengers, it's the new Avengers. So Falcon swoops in, Cap's like, I count seven. Then Falcon comes in, he takes out three, go, I count four. And then Scarlet Witch, you know, takes out one with Falcon's help. And, and uh, you just see some of the stuff they've been – they don't go into this is what we're doing all this time. We've made it to this point to where we're a group now. We've got each other's back. There's a level of trust. Let's save the day. 
Cap uh, gets catapulted up into like the second story window by Scarlet Witch magic. And have you ever thought about what her actual powers are? Because they never explain them. I just figured she was just badass. <laughs> she is. Like in the comics, she's like, I think, one of the strongest ones. Really? Uh, she's even stronger than her father, Magneto. I believe that. But it, they don't really explain what her, I think she's like an like enchantress. What, like what yeah. all her abilities. Because she, yeah. I always view her like a uh, raven. Okay, yeah. yeah. Change people's minds and use the force. That's what it is yeah, in Star she's, Wars. She's a Jedi. But she throws him in. Captain fights all these guys. Uh, then they find out that Crossbones is gone. So, and then during that time, Scarlet Witch comes in and really kicks people's asses. But they start chasing him. Uh, Crossbones like leave Cap to me, and he gives. He's like, you don't stop until you make it to the airport. And there's four guys in the truck. Crossbones and three of his henchmen. He lets them out. They start running separate directions. So Falcon goes after one, or I think they might be in twos actually. I think there's two apiece. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I just remember there was like a badass scene. They were like running through town, um, no, trying to chase him and, and everything. Where they like like, that. And plus, him and Cap were like in the, it's almost like a, like a flea market area, like a trade Blue the trade Pest, district, African Africa somewhere. Uh, yes, it somewhere was Africa. It was the same town that uh, Black Panther. Remember, because his dad was like his they had dad they had the Wakandan was... people there. Okay, but it wasn't they, it they wasn't were doing Wakanda. Yeah, they were okay. talking about the events of. Uh, Age of oh, Ultron. that's for Age yeah. of Ultron. Duh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Fail. So, no, you're Fail. good. Fail. So there's two apiece. Falcon takes out two. He looks there, but they don't have it. And then uh, Scarlet Witch takes out two. They don't have it. And lo and behold, Black Widow comes to fuck him up. And she gets to a point where uh, one of the guys she previously knocked down gets back up, even though she's an assassin. She kills people. He gets up, has a gun on her. And this is the first time that we see um, Falcon sidekick come out. And it's not even the actual bird. <laughs> it's a robotic bird. And he shoots it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a little bit of banner. He's like, yeah, go ahead and think. So I'm not thinking that thing. He's like, he's cute, isn't he? And you just kind of get that rapport. They built up some friendships. Well, Cap is fighting Crossbones. Crossbone has, like, these m- mechanical gauntlets to give him a little bit of extra strength. He's starting to fight Cap. Cap starts to beat his ass. And then all of a sudden, he's laced with bombs. Laced. Yeah, to the nines. <laughs> And he lets that bomb go off. Scarlet Witch contains it, but she can't take the force of that bomb, so she throws him up and blows up all the black people, all the Wakandans. (laughs) I guess they were hiding in the—I guess they were just chilling in the building. Yeah, they were chilling. They they were there for some kind of meeting based off of uh, Sokovia and that whole incident and, like, I think that was— Ironically. Yeah, the first steps and, like, what what are we going to do if something like this happens? And after that— uh, T'Challa's dad came out like, we're going to lock our asses up. Yeah. What are we going to do? We're going to make sure to have this deal. So they can make it back to the deal. Scarlet Witch is feeling horrible. Her and Steve are watching the TV. And it, you get some real good elements of bonding and emotional ties. Like it, Steve is the the parent, the guardian, the mentor of everybody here. And he also goes out on the missions with them. Mm-hmm. And so she's watching. He's like, don't watch. He's like, well, everybody else is. And everybody says I, it was my fault. And this. he's like, you don't need to do that. Next thing you know, Thunderbolt Ross comes in. <laughs> uh, well, actually, well, actually uh, it cuts to Iron Man. Yeah, but I say, yeah, Iron Man, yeah. Yeah, it cuts to Iron Man. And Iron Man goes through this deal where he's talking to kids at MIT because he went to MIT. And his, his uh, 
technology is replaying one of his memories mm-hmm. about him him and his last parents, memory of his parents, parents before out. they died yeah and what he should have said he should have said you know love you dad and this and that but he didn't mm-hmm. and he kind of gets emotional and then he tells him like everybody's inventions i'm they're free you're paying for everything and you get money yeah he gave everybody to uh, yeah inventions all their ideas everything like they that go ahead and he's going to divorce him so then he was so traumatized, he went out to the hallway to take a little break, Yeah, and this lady was out there. And in the books, oh, man, because I had to bring the comic in with me, mm-hmm. uh, just a reference. I've been reading back and forth, um, but this is in the book, what happened is when they had the funeral, one of the mothers came up and just blamed Tony. She's like, it's your fault. You gave people the right to, to put on these costumes and to be superheroes, so you take responsibility. My son's dead now. She spits in his face, dude. Oh. And uh, what is her name, dude? Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's a son of a bitch of the week. I cannot, I think it's Starp, Starch, something like that. Um, but she is an older lady, and that's what her deal is. Well, the lady that comes up on Stark is... Um, her son was in Strakovia, yeah, helping, and he was one of the people that got killed. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, "Yeah, you know, my son, this and that. You know, this is my son. He did, well, he'll never get to live his dreams. It's so nice that you're doing that for other kids, but what are you going to do about this, Tony Stark?" And it just kind of makes him think. And the overall character of, of Tony Stark has been. He was very confident, and naive in Iron Man One. Yeah, Tony Stark's. I feel like has had the roughest. No, not roughest, but the 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 most dramatic transformation as a uh as a hero yeah. because like you said he was confident cocky arrogant in the first iron man's and then you know he had the emotional ties with pepper he you know was uh the depression and <laughs> iron man three that's what you want to call it well, or just depressed the, and the life the life of tony starks that's how more that was <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i mean they didn't like in the first couple movies he drank a lot and these you don't see him drinking as much so his alcoholism isn't playing into his emotional ties but he is very emotional he was he was after everything that happened in avengers one when they came out of space what what happens if all my friends die what happens in this in the movies, they portray it as Tony is trying to be this guy that's saving the world. He just goes about the wrong way, creating artificial life in Avengers uh, two, mm-hmm. um, and then that breeding Ultron because he won. He's like, isn't it? Um, he took credit for that, even in yeah, Civil he, he kind of did. I mean, to he, the point where he's just like, we are, we're not going to beat on the dead horse, but yeah, he did. He fault. did to the point to where I'm making the decision because I fucked up the most. That's what yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I when, when I when I knew my arms were getting traded off to to dealers and starting these wars, I put a stop to my company. And Cap goes, and that was your choice. You know, you had a choice in that. If we which, do this now, it takes it out of our hands. Doesn't surprise me if he's Boy. a hydro. But anyway, yeah. so um, uh, so basically. It came down to the point where the government was like, hey, all we want is to be able to, you guys need to get registered for one, because y'all got some freaky ass shit going on. It was either you work for the government or you don't. Or you don't, exactly. We can kind of control or, you know, conduct on what you should and should not be doing. Yeah. Which, I mean, let me ask you your opinion. Oh, dude. Yeah, let's let's go there. Are you Cap? I'm always team Cap, because... Even though he is a bygone superhero, the like the liberties and the stuff that he fight for doesn't really ring in today's society. It ends up going back to that deal. Well, if we modeled ourselves after Captain America, things would be a lot better. Honesty, truth, justice, having pride in your country. But at the same time, I just think it's a freedom issue. Like you give that choice to like he said, in either in the comics or 
in um, the movie, if I give that choice up, how do I know you're going to send me to the right battles? How do I know I'm not just working for a person or a collective group that's trying to take all power? And and, the, and that was the argument that I, I was sympathizing with Cap, but then I was also sympathizing with you, you have to be responsible. I mean, you have in to- the movie, they did a better job because in the comic book, Maria Hill was a bitch and Tony Stark was an asshole because he ended up sending, <laughs> he ended up taking supervillains that Captain and his team were, were catching, implanting them with uh, devices to control them. And then that, again, that shit went haywire and they started fucking up everything. And then he created a clone from Thor because Thor wasn't around. Uh, he took one of Thor's hair and that clone killed Goliath in the middle of their battle. Mm. And so all the stuff that Iron Man's done, he's taking people's lives and beating them the fuck up just because, well, you're not listening to me. I'm going to go ahead and do this. Well, Captain America talks to people and he tries to figure out a more democratic way to do it, but he can't. Like they, That's Tony, Tony, Tony doesn't if let Captain him. had more people skills. I See, think he'll be more successful because Captain, what, what is Captain is just a nice person. So people just automatically be like, you're, you're just, I can tell you just a good hearted person, mm-hmm. but his people still suck. In the comics, they were better than the movie. In the movie, he's like, well, I got to do this. He didn't explain like any of that stuff. And the movie took it not from a registration point where you have to register, you have to give up your name and your rights and work for the government. They said you have to work for the government or you don't do this anymore. And But his ties to the whole movie, it was really Captain America, Bucky Barnes, yeah, and then Iron Man. And we found out that Bucky, like spoilers, we already said it, he killed uh, Iron Man's parents. And that was like, one of the like, – Beat the dog piss out of him, like yeah. almost to the point. Of like, damn, player. Yeah, but that, I mean, <laughs> did you have to do that? But it's because he was, you know, that's that's one that he was a sleeper right now, yeah. agent. They wake him up, they go through this these codes, these Russian codes, and activate him. And then they say, "This is your mission. Complete that mission. Come back. Put him on ice." And mm-hmm. they keep waking him up throughout the decades, doing the same thing over and over again. He has no free will in it. He can see and remember everything, but he he can't control it. And uh, that was the the ties here because. When the consulate got together and they were putting together the Synovia Accords after Thunderbolt Ross talked to everybody, Black Widow was there, T'Challa was there with his dad, and next thing you know, T'Challa is looking out the window, and he's like, get down, and it's a bomb. Lo and behold, when his dad put his hand on his shoulder and said, like, what did he say, I love you, I'm proud of you, I was like, yeah, yeah he did. Yep, he's yep, gone. He's dead. He's he dead. I the guess they're going to the first official first black, black man <laughs> to die. We but, know they died in the building, but this, this is official. Yeah, we actually saw his face, mm-hmm. and he looked, and T'Challa's like, wake up, Dad. No! And then we see Bucky running down the street. Yeah. And then... uh did they start chasing him? Yeah, they started chasing No, they didn't. No, no, they didn't chase him. Him and Black Widow had a talk, and he's like, I'm going to kill him. Yeah, and that's she's right. Like, she's but like, the no, video footage captured him. There was a security yeah. camera out there yeah. captured his face, and they blasted her all over the world. Dude. And then Cap was like, oh, man, that's my buddy. Yeah. He's my buddy. He didn't do it, man. Play yo, your buddy Bucky been doing he's some wild fucking, shit. Fucking shit up. <laughs> Don't co-sign so quickly, Cap. <laughs> but, yeah, he, uh, he does that. We go through uh, T'Challa's Out for Blood. Uh, next thing you know, uh, Cap is getting together with everybody, trying to figure out, like, try to get Bucky and this and that. He goes to Bucky's house because he's already he's already AWOL on this whole deal. Goes to Bucky's house. Bucky comes up behind him, and then he's like, "Get down!" They already they're raiding the place because they know. I guess Bucky's last known position. They start raiding the place. Bucky and Cap fuck up people. Bucky goes down the stairs fucking up people. Crucial fuck up. Oh, people. I mean, it was bad. And it then was a real good fight. My favorite one was he knocked Cap into another guy to get away. I was like, oh, dude, you just punk Captain America. Yeah, that, uh, that was that was a pretty. I mean, the, the the whole movie itself had like there was not one 
like par fight scene. They all was like uh, well beyond par. Because uh, right after that, it was it was Bucky versus Black Panther on the roof. Yeah, which was good. Mm. And then even the chase scene after mm. that, because Black Panther basically, you yeah, know, Cap's still trying to get a hold of Bucky. Uh, Black Panther joins. That's when our first introduction of Black Panther in the movie, mm-hmm. and he's just like hauling ass, badass down like in a tunnel. Yeah. Oh man, the whole- Cap had to get in the car to keep up with both because Bucky was on a bike, and Charles was like, "He said, no, I'm gonna run for me.' Yes, and he, he was, was jumping, from, jumping from car to <laughs> car, 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 hanging on. I know. I know at one point, even Bucky looked like you still on this shit. God damn. Yeah, yeah, but it was it was nice, and then they get captured. All of them. They bring Bucky in. Um, and then they bring uh, T'Challa and Cap in. They take their weapons. They write a receipt for them. And the funniest part was uh, Falcon looks at it, or Sam, and he's like, bird costume. And then uh, Black Widow's <laughs> like, I didn't write it. I didn't write it. <laughs> but they write him a receipt for their gear, and they don't give it to him. Next thing you know, one of the guys that's supposed to be evaluating Bucky is, and this isn't our first time seeing him, but you find out who he is, Baron Zemo. Mm-hmm. And the whole deal, the whole reason, and he's done the most bad guy shit out of the whole, out of all the movies because he disintegrated the Avengers by dressing up as Bucky Barnes and getting him captured. That was him in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, he dressed up, blew up uh, to Charles' dad, caused all this deal, and started the divide there. Yeah. So that they had to go after Bucky. And Cap's like, no, it's not his fault, and this and that. You know this, Tony. And um, he goes in, and he starts reading off those Russian codes and activate them. And then Bucky whoops the fuck out of Sam, dude. Yeah, Bucky loses his mind, loses his shits. He gets after Sam and, and Cap. and Because uh, they, they go in like, who are you? What have you done? And he's like, oh, I'm just doing this. And Captain America's like, don't try to bullshit me. I know you. I know you a bad guy. <laughs> and then Bucky comes in. I can smell an air, boy. Yeah, then they start They start another chase, and, and Bucky gets away. And then the next part is... Cap kind of rallying the troops. They need some help. Like Peggy Carter's dies right after that whole deal. Yeah. He goes to the funeral, uh, meets up with Peggy's niece, her great niece. And then she, I think she gets some information. Next thing that happens is he's rallying the troops. Ant-Man gets brought in. Hawkeye gets brought in because, because of the Sarkovia deal, uh, Iron Man had vision babysitting Scarlet Witch. Wouldn't let her leave. Mm-hmm. And the whole deal wasn't, we don't want you to leave because this. We don't want to stir it up. It's like, this is for your own good. I'm forcing you to stay here. This is for your own good. Then the next thing after that, uh, we're going to fast forward to the, the airport because, well, no, no. Before no, we that. Got, we got to fast forward to the part where. Um, broke uh, Queens. Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, Aunt yeah, May. Yeah, yeah. Hot Aunt May. Yeah, man. Boy. Boy, Tony Stark almost had. I thought he came in with a, a silk robe and a cigar, and yeah, he's. I think he he would have known. He's charming it. I think yeah. He would have known. He probably would have. Yeah. So he he comes in, and the most. And I've I've debated this with Josh. He had a Queens accent. He was a kid. He had this the uh, the wrist made web shooters. Yeah. And he's just a kid coming back on a bike. Selling pizzas, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I, kid. and then his attitude and everything was just spot on, if you ask me. Yeah, it was good. Uh, he so, recruits. So he, Iron Man's a recruiting uh, Spider-Man. And Cap gets Ant-Man, and then they meet on the, the field because they got to make it to the Quinjet so they can go ahead and find Zemo because uh, they know Zemo did this stuff with Bucky. Mm-hmm. So it's Cap, Bucky, Falcon, Ant-Man, um, Scarlet Witch versus Iron Man, Black Widow, Vision, Spider-Man, um and uh, War Machine, and that fight. And Black Panther. Black Panther. Yeah. Who is the other one on Cap's side? That's what I'm thinking. Uh, Someone else. Was Barton. On Cap's side. Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's Cap versus Iron Man. That first clash, just with uh, the shield, was... just iconic. 
But my favorite parts was Ant-Man and Spider-Man. They stole the fucking show. Oh, yeah. I mean, because Ant-Man, especially when he transformed to his larger size. Giant Man, yeah. Giant Man. That was just, like, epic. And then Spider-Man, because that was, like, the scene that, you know, we see in trailers and everything like that. Mm -hmm. So we knew Spider-Man was going to be in the movie. But just his personality was, like, killing it. Because that's what Spider-Man does. He's he's annoying like Deadpool without the... The jokes, kill. like he doesn't kill, and the joke, his jokes are cleaner. Yeah, his jokes are a lot more clean than Deadpool, yeah. but he's annoying. But he's a like, kid, yeah. yeah, he's annoying. Like he's that Deadpool. fly, he's yeah. that fly, yeah. And he was just fighting and talking shit at the same time. Oh, but yeah. it was, I was, it was perfect. That but was. You could tell, like him and Cap had two conversations. One, he's like, "Why are you doing this?" Or he's like, "Oh yeah, Mister Stark said you do that. Mister Stark said to go for your legs, so you wouldn't be guarding them." And he's just, as a kid, regurgitating what he's been told. But all he wants to do is help out. That's his whole deal. He's like, I just want to help. Yeah. He said, Iron Man said, you think you're on the right side, but you're not. You know, that's what a kid would do. And then, you know, Cap outstrains them when he shoots the webs at him. He flips them. And then he, uh, I think he's swinging through the air. He throws his, his shield, cuts the web string. He falls and then makes the little air, the walkway onto the airport fall on him. So he has to hold it up. And he looks back at him. He's, you know, kind of like, you got some moxie, kid. He's like, yeah. where are you from? He's like, Queens. And then he just like gives yeah. this grin. He's like, Brooklyn. And then runs off. And that kind of that kind of gets rid of uh, Spider-Man, gets back to him and Iron Man. Uh, everybody's trying to help. Wanda is fucking everybody up because before when she's, she's just down powerful. Yeah, she uh, she oh, threw the fuck out of Black Widow because Black Widow and Bart uh, Hawkeye were fighting. He's like, "Are you gonna hit me hard? Are you gonna hit me hard?" She said, "That depends on how hard you hit me." And they're sitting there fighting, and Scarlet Witch like, "Boom!" Those are in the deal. She's like, "You're pulling your punches." And then next thing you know, Black Panther's getting ready to. Get Bucky's neck. She pulls him, boom, throws his ass across. I was like, why didn't yeah, they just she, have her throw everybody? Exactly. She's stronger than everybody. She just came in and just crushed everybody down. That that fight scene was by far epic. But they yeah. eventually escape onto the to the airplane. Yeah, and they go to the the military base where we first saw Bucky get activated. Mm-hmm. They go in there. Z, uh, Iron Man finally comes back because he's had this this conversation with Ross, and he sees all the other Avengers or his his past friends in cages and like oh so this is the side we're supposed to be on you know uh, hawkeye and he's like well you should stay at home with your family he's like i can't you know some like i can't leave a friend or something like that yeah and just kind of you know i made my choice this is where i stand and this is why i'm a criminal now even after i don't have no superpowers all the shit that i've done um and so iron man's like you know i'm on the wrong side of this deal goes to find cap buddies up with cap and bucky Next thing you know, that vision got played back. Yeah, of Bucky killing his parents. Yeah, and Cap, and he, Cap should have told him. See, when did he know though? When did he I find have out? No idea. I did not. Knew, but Cap was like, "Yeah, play." I already knew that. Cap should have told him then. Yeah, I mean that. I lost a lot of respect for Cap for now. I'm like, Dude. man, that's what be your boy. That's what be your partner in crime. You should at least tell. You should at least tell him, like, hey, man, hey, listen, I know my best friend. He's kind of shady, but he did kill your mom and dad. But hey, that he was under. He should have yeah. broke it down to him like that. Still. Unfortunately, Tony found out in that situation. Tony went complete ballistic, yeah, which Zemo I don't blame out. him. Yeah. He dipped out. They start good battle between them. I mean, Iron Man was able to hold it down, if you ask I me. Guess too, yeah. And then Cap started getting them. And then they call back to the very first Captain America. He's like, just go ahead and st- – uh, it's, it's in the trailer, and it's iconic. But Cap's like, I could do this all day. And he's kind of wobbling back and forth like he did before he had powers. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he ends up defeating Tony. And stabbing him in the chest with a shield. And he's like, leave that shield here. That was my dad. You don't deserve it. And he's like, all right. And throws that shit down. 
and they go off, but they figure and then out Black Panther kills. No, Black Panther stops Zemo because Zemo he didn't kill him. That's right. Yeah. He stops him. Zemo explains to him like we thought that Zemo was talking to his family. Like, oh man, this bad guy has a family. He's an actual person, but it was recording because his family died in Sarkovia. Yeah, and Black Panther's like, no, you will suffer. And then they do that. They take him in. He's in bars. Um, it wasn't Agent Coulson. There's another agent talking to him at the very end of the movie. Um, and then I can't remember. Yeah. Well, Iron Man's walking around, and uh, well, dude. He's helping Rhodey because during the movie, during the um, big airplane, yeah, yeah, Rhodey gets shot shot by Vision. Vision trying to shoot Falcon and goes down. And I thought this was a dick move because if they wouldn't have been chasing Falcon, he wouldn't have got shot. Yep, he gets shot. His suit loses power. He gets hit. Ultimately, he's paralyzed. And then Falcon's like, "Man, I'm so sorry." And then Iron Man just boom, just blast him in the chest. I would have blasted him too. Oh, you asshole. But, I mean, you stay after the credits, and you see that because um, you're trying to figure out where Bucky, where Cap go. Because Cap leaves Iron Man a letter like, you know, sorry this happened. You know, we're still friends. You know, wherever wherever I'm needed, I'll be there. And so at the end of it, it cuts scene to Wakanda, and they're, they're putting Bucky back on ice until he can regain his memories, and, and they can kind of switch him off. And so that's where the next deal kind of leads into, into uh, Black Panther. So that's the, Which, I think that was a really good ending too. Yeah, because in the comics, what happened is they're fighting, and then everybody, Captain America's whooping the fuck out of Iron Man. Everybody's like, "Get off of him!" No, he's like, "Stop! I don't want to hurt you." And he's like, "Look around! You've already hurt us!" And they're fighting in the middle of a city, and everything's blown up. And he, Cap, just feels guilty. He's like, "I give up." And they're like, "You're giving up, Captain America?" And he takes his his cap off. He's like, "No, Steve Rogers has turned himself in, and that he had enough sense to turn himself in where Tony was just driven. You guys have to register." Or you're not a part of us. You have to be taken in. Even though he turned these villains into psychotic killers that nobody could stop, they were putting them on Area 42, mm-hmm. which Reed Richards, it caused a divide within all the Marvel families. Yeah, so. and I think it was a lot to do with just, which is, um, you know, Iron Man's guilt that he yeah. was feeling. But, I mean, listeners out there, if you if you listen to this and you had already seen the movie, you know, Email us. Uh, yeah, tell us what us you up, thought. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. Let us know what was your most favorite scene of the whole thing. What did you think about it? Are you Team Iron Man or are you Team Cap? Yeah. You know, let us know. We we, were, we enjoy talking about this, and we want to hear what our listeners have to say, too. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate everything. Like Just like Richard said, we want to hear what you have to say. I'm still Team Cap because I still... I try to mingle the comic to make sense, the comic and the movie, but the movie was good. I can understand Iron Man's point. I agree with both sides. It's hard to police people with superpowers and that are outside the law because sometimes they're the only one that can handle it. Mm-hmm. And do we wait 60 days, 30 days, 10 days to get approval for something that's happening now or what? You know, how does yeah. that go? Um, but you can find, again, anything about the Elijah Bailey Show on Facebook at the Elijah Bailey Show, on Twitter and Instagram at Elijah Bailey Show without the W, that's S H O. Uh, make sure to send emails to Elijah Bailey23 at yahoo.com. And then always check us out at www.blackandstudios.com. Yes, and please uh, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Blackened Studios. And you can email me at podcast at blackandstudios.com. Thank you, and we're gone.